Welcome to the Veterinary Business Matters Podcast, brought to you by Oculus Insights. Here we will discuss topics related to veterinary business management. From small to large animal, this podcast strives to give you the insight and tools to help you improve your veterinary business. Oculus Insights, supporting businesses where great people want to be. Hi, it's Mike Pownell with uh, Oculus Insights. Just want to do an introduction to this next uh, podcast. It's with Susie Elliott of Royal Canin in Canada. She's a digital sales specialist. And I asked her on, she wanted to talk to us about was e-commerce. And I know we have listeners from across the world, literally, and from all species. And even though if you may be an equine or a mixed animal practitioner, you may be based in Germany or UK, this is a great podcast. Great insights that I think would apply to any practice of using e-commerce to drive actually more compliance with medications, more convenience, more client loyalty. Uh, Susie had a lot of fantastic tips And I think it's something that we can apply to any practice. So enjoy, listen in. And if you have any questions, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Thank you. Hi, it's Mike Pownall with Oculus Insights, Veterinary Business Matters podcast. I am joined today with Susie Elliott, uh, the digital sales specialist with Royal Canin. She's joining us as part of the Oculus Resilience Guide for Veterinarians to deal with the COVID-19 virus, the pandemic uh, that we're all suffering through right now. Why we're doing this is, you know, we're trying to help veterinarians get through this process because we all will, but not everyone will get out of this process with two solid feet ready to take on the future. And what our whole goal of the resilience guide is to help veterinarians be prepared to come out the other side, healthy, strong, and ready to take on new challenges. Susie, welcome. Thanks so much for having me, Mike. I really appreciate it. So tell me what is a digital sales specialist at Royal Canin? Tell us a little bit about yourself before we dig into our subject today, which I forgot to mention, is e-commerce and, and the advantages of web stores for vet practices, particularly in this age of COVID-19. Sorry to interrupt you there. No problem at all. So the digital sales specialist is actually a new role for Royal Canin. It's something that we took from the States, which I'm sure we'll get to a little bit more in the future. But essentially, the States is a lot further along than us in Canada with e-commerce. So Royal Canin created the digital sales specialist role really to help clinics embrace e-commerce, embrace web stores, disseminate best practices, and support our sales team and making sure that they have the tools and the communication that they need to help clinics get online and support their clients with e-commerce. Great. Thank you very much. So as I said, what we want to talk about today is having more of a digital sales presence, having a web store per se. So, you know, to make sure we're all talking about the same thing, we're understanding what we're talking about when we say web store. Can you maybe share what your definition is of a web store, just to make sure we're all on the same page? Yeah, absolutely. So a web store, from our perspective, is an e-commerce platform, which means that a veterinary clinic would have a place online where a pet owner can go to purchase nutrition, to purchase treats, toys, whatever they choose. And there's actually been some updates recently in Ontario where um, a pet owner can now go on and purchase things like parasiticides as well. So that obviously is a little bit more important for different provinces that have heartworm season, especially with the pandemic that we have going on right now. But essentially, it's a place where your clinics or your pet owners can go online and purchase their products that they need from you directly. Excellent. So 
let's just start off with in the USA, 16% of pet food is sold online, Chewy, Amazon. Canada is roughly 3.5%. It's growing rapidly. So why has it been so hard for vet practices in Canada to adopt e-commerce as opposed to some of our colleagues uh, south of the border? Yeah, that's a great question. Canada is a very, very unique market. And really, the way that we access products through distribution is very different from the States. So a veterinary clinic in the States would have to purchase from various different suppliers, distributors, in order to be able to access what they need versus in Canada, we're pretty spoiled with the distribution system that we have set up. In most of the areas, you can actually go online, purchase your products, and then it shows up at your clinic within 24 hours. So with that easy convenience, we're just a little bit behind the US and and other markets like Europe too. Another differentiator is really the Chewy and Amazon platforms that are available in US. Those are very widespread. People are very comfortable with things like Amazon. Um, They use it for lots of other products. So it's very easy for them to just go ahead and add on their pet nutrition there too. Yeah, I know Amazon's really trying to get into the pharmacy market, the healthcare market, pet food market. Do we think that will happen in Canada? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, It's definitely a possibility. So Amazon recently filed for trademarks of an Amazon pharmacy in Canada, the UK and Australia. What that is going to entail really is up in the air at this point, but we know that they do distribute things in the USA and other markets. So Is that going to happen in Canada? It's still a question mark, but they are definitely showing interest and moving into that market. So it sort of suggests that uh, practices in Canada would be better to get involved in e-commerce now and develop relationship with a client than try to fight against Amazon later on when it probably inevitably shows up on our market. Exactly. And that's one of the reasons why we feel that e-commerce or web stores are so important right now. It's really critical to veterinarians to protect their business, right? They do have the relationships with the pet owners. We know that pet owners want the convenience of shopping online. So giving them that opportunity is just going to help make sure that they're purchasing from veterinarians and we don't leave the market wide open for somebody else like Amazon or Chewy to come in. I know. I totally agree with that. One of the things I've been thinking about as we were talking about is, yes, people want the convenience. We all want online shopping. I mean, over Christmas, it was kind of embarrassing how many Amazon boxes were in the recycling bin. One of the things you talk about is, or what we had talked about a little bit offline, is that some of the companies that are doing e-commerce through veterinarians, they're doing rebates. And you know, we like the fact that e-commerce is convenient more than anything. So is there a need for rebates? Because the next question I want to ask is one of the questions that I've heard from some vets is that they worry that they're going to make less money with an online or an e-commerce store. So let's talk about maybe those two subjects. Yeah, those are great points. So there are many um, manufacturers that do offer auto ship rebates. And I think as far as veterinary clinics and comfort zone, it's really nice to be able to lead with if you sign up for our auto ship program on our online web store, you can get X percent as a discount. The concern with that is times change very, very rapidly, as we've seen uh, in the last little bit with uh, the COVID pandemic. But essentially, people want to go online for convenience. If there's a discount, that's great. But my suggestion is that we don't lead with go online and get a discount. Um, It's really about 
offering pet owners innovative ways, especially now to keep them safe and be able to continue to get the nutrition and the products that they need from you in this changing time. It's funny, one of the secrets of Amazon is that, you know, everybody assumes that they have the best price and they often don't, you know, they have their lost leaders, just like a grocery store has with their eggs and dairy and uh, milk and what have you. But often when you get into Amazon, they're actually more expensive than, you know, maybe the, the main seller of things. Sometimes you can look at a product on Best Buy, for example, and go to Amazon and Amazon could be 10, 20% more, but we just love the convenience. And once you're on that site, you're not checking out other sites. There, it's just like, you know what, one click shopping, let's go with it. So I think that's definitely an advantage for veterinary practices. And I think, you know, boy, it's kind of obvious to know that pretty well any consumer likes shopping online now. I don't think it's just younger people, millennials. It's everybody. I don't know if you have any statistics on that, but just you have a sense of feel, but from what vet practices go in, but I imagine it's probably from 20 to 60 people are ordering online, if not older. Yeah, exactly. So so that's one of the things that we often hear about possible reasons why a clinic doesn't want to get online and doesn't want to get a web store. There's several of them, but one of them tends to be, we have an older demographic. I just don't think that they would be into online shopping. And so when we actually look at online shoppers, only about 32% of them are millennials, 28% Gen Xers, baby boomers represent about 35% of online purchases, and even the pre-boomers represent about 5%. So those are people of 73 years of age and older. So it's not just the younger generation. Everybody's looking to get online for convenience. And those statistics were really based on the pre-COVID-19 pandemic. So now we're seeing that spike and that need for online shopping just skyrocket. Rocket. I mean, um, if you try to do online shopping now for grocery stores, you're often waiting two, three weeks to be able to pick up your groceries because of the need to stay home, stay safe, self-isolate and quarantine. And I think you bring up a great point because I think, you know, this pandemic, regardless of how long it lasts, it's going to change buying behaviors, shopping behaviors. I think when people get more and more like, you know what, hey, I had to go get groceries online. That worked pretty well. I'm going to keep on doing it. I can definitely imagine our our bigger grocery chains are going to modify the footprint of their stores because probably people will be doing more shopping online. And I imagine the same thing is that if you can get your clients thinking about ordering their pet food or other things online in your own little vet store, online pharmacy for your practice, you know, you're ingraining the habits and now people are open to it. They're receptive to it. You know, you mentioned the safety factors, but the convenience factor, we don't like to be out and about right now. So this is a really great opportunity for vets to introduce us to their service. Absolutely. I I couldn't agree with you more. The other concern that we often have is people think that it's only people in urban areas that are shopping online. And again, we really see huge spikes in suburban and rural areas as well. It's not just people in downtown Toronto doing these types of things or in the the big cities. So rural shopping is about 19% of online shoppers. They live in a rural area. So again, having to drive into town sometimes, you know, is is an inconvenience, even without everything else going on in the world right now. The number of percentage of purchases in urban areas is about 45% and suburban is 36%. So as much as your clients love to come in and see you and chat with your reception staff, they still want that opportunity to be able to order online and have that convenience of, of shift to home. 
Now, you just brought up something that I was going to ask you later, but I think we'll just talk about it now. And that is when I have talked with vet practice owners, some of the hesitation they've had of getting an online store is they like the relationship. They like the people coming into the clinic. They like interacting with it. And they fear that if they go online, they're going to miss that relationship, that intimacy that they have with the clients. Have you found this to be the case with practices that move to an online store? That's a really good question. And to be honest, we hear that all the time as well. Although there aren't any studies or statistics about that, the clinics that are doing really, really well in web store, their overall business is booming as well. So although there isn't a specific study that I can quote, we're definitely not seeing that trend. The other thing that it can do is it really helps improve adherence. So again, if you look at compliance and you recommend a bag of food, your average pet owner will purchase about four bags in clinic before they fall off. They run out on the weekend when the clinic's not open. They go into the pet store for something else and they get switched. However, if they're online shopping and they use an auto ship subscription function through your web store, we're seeing up to 18 bags purchased. So that's 4.5 times adherence compared to if they're purchasing right in the clinic. So to say that you're going to lose that relationship, I'm just not seeing the results of that. I'd actually think it would be more. They love the convenience and they want to be with you more. And the more that they're buying with you their pet food, their medications, the less they're going to a big box store or some other online pharmacy that's not part of your practice. So to me, I don't see the downside to it. Yeah, that's exactly it. And we know that if you don't have a web store right now, it could actually be seen as a competitive disadvantage with the number of clinics that are now going online. So if you have a pet owner, for example, that's new to the area, and they moved from a different city where their clinic had a web store, and you don't offer one, they might be looking for for another clinic that offers them that convenience. I can totally see that. I know when I, you know, go to different towns for conventions and what have you, you know, you're somewhere new, you don't know the area, you don't know the great restaurants and I'll often pull out an app like a Yelp or an open table. And, you know, I'm just going to pick the restaurant that I know I can go on with my phone, get the reservation with the amount of people I want at the time I want. And I'm not really going to investigate a lot of, you know, the options. Is this the best Mexican restaurant? I don't know, but they can fit me in. And so I can definitely see that with people either looking for a new vet or moving into an area. I'd also look at it too in terms of being a competitive advantage is everywhere else we're doing is online. I mean, I just redid my health card and my driver's license totally online. I didn't have to go into a service Ontario location for it. That is such an expectation. And I would think that people would say, wow, if they're online, they're current. And does that translate over into maybe their perception of how current and up to speed your medical care is? It's a hypothetical question. But as we're talking about, I'm just thinking, I I could see some people thinking that way. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it definitely is a hypothetical question. But again, even, you know, if I'm looking for a dentist practice or things like that, I want to see people that are innovative, that are creative. To me, that even the appearance of their reception area gives me a little bit of perspective as to, are they really up to date on their medicine? You know, and, and those types of things where your mind just starts to naturally go. Absolutely. And so one of the statistics I read is that only about 33% of clinics have an online store in Canada, which is a third of the country. But boy, I thought it'd be higher than that. 
Yeah, and actually, that's as recent as of the end of March. So that is brand new data there that about 33% have an online store. Actually, in the month of March, we saw another 200 clinics go online. So again, that is clinics that are now reacting to the pandemic and trying to meet the needs of their pet owners. And and I think in April, we're going to continue to see that number grow and grow. To be honest, when I started in this position, I was also surprised with the the low number, respectively, of clinics that are online. And I've worked for Royal Canadian years in sales background and marketing background. But that number to me, even though it's grown so much in the last month, it still seems relatively low, to be honest. For some reason, I was thinking it'd be greater than 50%. I didn't really have a number, but I thought ah, at least the majority of Canadian vet practices are doing this now. Yeah. The other thing that's, uh, that's interesting with that too is even just in the month of March, we saw almost 15,000 new pet owners to e-commerce platforms. Again, being reactive to the circumstances and, and what's happening. Um, prior to COVID, we definitely saw huge increases month over month. And the web stores, the e-commerce platforms are something that pet owners want and that's now becoming more available to them. So I think we are definitely going to see them grow and everything that's happening is just making them grow that much faster. So there are a couple of options in Canada for a veterinarian to choose an e-commerce provider. I think depending where your your location has a factor to it, but Let's say you had some choice. I don't necessarily want to recommend one over the other, but what would be some of the things people should be looking into uh, when they're choosing an e-commerce provider for their vet practice? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. So in Canada, depending on where your practice is, there's three various e-commerce uh, providers that we have right now. So WDDC out in Alberta, they have the Client Vantage platform. There's Acumenix, uh, which is located in Ontario, which has the My Vet Store platform. And there's CDMB out in Quebec that has the eBoutique platform. So three great platforms, three great providers. Depending on where you live, you might have one or two different options. My suggestion would be to contact both of the companies and ask your questions, see if you can get a demonstration of the platform, what's going to be easiest to use for your customers and, and for you guys to set up and, and reach out to your various different sales representatives as well. They've got a ton of experience um, in helping clinics with e-commerce and might be able to help answer some of your questions as well. Yeah, I think using the uh, sales rep is a great resource because they're out and about, they see so many different practices and they just hear through the grapevine what works and what doesn't work. Absolutely. So we're all set up. We've chosen a web store where it's all set up. What are some of the best practices for for clinics to develop and, and to implement now that they have it? You know, are there subscription models? How do you promote this? Can we talk about that a bit? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the number one best practice that we see with clinics and web stores is getting your clients on subscription right from the start. So as soon as you get them on that e-commerce platform, really advocate for a subscription. And this can be done in in many different ways. Obviously, a month ago when you were having those face-to-face conversations, it was a little bit different. But we were seeing clinics that would actually enroll the clients for them in certain cases and advocate and say, hey, you know, if we sign you up for a subscription, you don't have to worry about remembering to place your pet's food order every month. Clinics that are 
really, really good at this. They usually see about 70% of their web store clients on subscription models there. And they're seeing over about $5,000 a month in in sales through that platform as well. So there's definitely huge opportunities. But really, we need to make sure that everybody in the clinic is on the same page. Everybody is advocating for using that web store and also for subscription. So before we get to, you know, getting the team on board and the staff, so I just want to clarify, when we're talking subscription, are we talking just pet food or are we talking about chronic medications or treats? Like when we're talking about what are the common items that would be involved in a subscription, can you clarify that? Yeah, that's a really good question. So up until now, the most most common is definitely pet food and nutrition. CBO has just recently made some changes where pet owners can now go online and um, purchase parasiticides. So again, your heartworm products. So that we are going to see increase over the next few months. And again, as we're looking to make sure that our pet owners are compliant and that our staff is staying safe, it's really important to offer these opportunities for them to be able to purchase these types of things online. Um, With the parasiticides, they still need to pick up in the clinic versus a ship to home option. So that is going to be a little bit of a difference. However, with nutrition, you can choose ship to home or pick up in the clinic. But either way, it's going to minimize the amount of contact that your staff has to have with your customers too. Yeah, I just was thinking too, uh, just uh, an advantage of this is, you know, times are tight. Many of us are going to see a decrease in sales. The less product that we have to buy to put on our shelves in the anticipation of selling it is money that we can use just to help pay our staff, help pay you know, whatever resources we need to pay. So, boy, it really makes sense to sort of order stuff, get people on a subscription. So yeah. they're ordering it. You're getting revenue as a vet practice, but you're not having your shelves full of goods that you may or may not sell in a, within a month or what have you. Yeah, that's a really, really good point, Mike. We've actually seen a lot of clinics too make sure that any special orders are um, put right through the web store so that it's prepaid and they don't have to worry about ordering that product in for somebody. They never come and it gets forgotten about, it gets expired, and then that's a loss of revenue for the clinic. So again, Being able to make sure that the food is paid for before you actually have to pay for it through a web store is a fantastic best practice. Absolutely. So clients show in. So let's talk about the process of how you get uh, clients signed up to your web store to a subscription. Obviously, it's best while they're there. You're going to support them, you know, with social media and newsletters, what have you. So maybe some tips on, you know, conversation starters on how to get clients to get on board. And I actually feel it's as soon as you probably tell them, they're like, great, sign me up. But uh, for those of us who may be a bit wary about it or just are not familiar, maybe just you can share some tips on getting a client enrolled. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I think you nailed it right there. Most of the time, you just have to tell them that you have a web store and offer to help them sign up for it. So if there is somebody who isn't as comfortable ordering online, they might have a little bit of apprehension. But as soon as you have the ability to help them set it up, put it to their favorites, fill out some of their information for them, they jump on board pretty quickly. And this was, again, even before this huge desire to to get online quite quickly. Obviously, right now when we're not having those face-to-face conversations, there's still ways we can do it. So if you have a pet owner that is coming for a curbside pickup, 
there's so many different promotional tools that the e-com providers can help you with or your nutrition companies can help you with, stickers and postcards as to how to sign up for an online platform. Again, we really recommend you email all your clients, let them know about that. But really, it's every single time a pet owner purchases a nutrition product from you, that's an opportunity to have that web store conversation. So it's important that not just um, your veterinarians or your technicians or your front end team is trained on it. It really needs to be the whole team working as one and, and really understanding why they want this to happen, right? Um, it's going to save the clinic so much time and energy. I'm actually a registered veterinary technician as well. And I worked in, in practice for years. And I remember those days where you would have that massive order come in and, you know, you were behind in surgeries and everything else and you had to worry about putting away potentially a hundred bags of, of food and medication and products. So if we can save that time and that labor for clinics and the staff understand that, they're really excited about having these conversations. Quick, easy conversation starters is, you know, do you do any online shopping? And I think you would be surprised to see that most of your clients do do online shopping. And once, you know, they know that they do online shopping and you can offer a web store purchase where they don't have to worry about running out of their food on a Sunday afternoon, it's really a no-brainer. I mean, people are happy to jump on board. You brought up a key point, and that is all staff needs to be on board and discussing this. And so I have two questions. First is, what resources are there to train staff? First question. The second question is, what happens if the leader of the practice, the, the senior veterinarian, the practice owner, practice manager, they haven't bought into it? My experience is, if the owners or the managers aren't into it, don't even bother doing it because we take our directions from the leaders of the practice. So, yeah. so the two questions are, number one is what resources are there for the staff and what solutions do you have for staff that really want to engage in this, but the manager or owners eh, kind of meh about this and not really that engaged. Yeah, that's a really good question. So different resources, again, your e-com providers, they have teams of wonderful sales representatives that can help you. They were doing a lot of them lunch and learns and different seminars. Obviously, that's been shifted a little bit more towards online now. Again, reach out to your nutrition providers. Their sales team is very well versed in e-com. I mean, they're getting these questions every day from, uh, you know, hundreds of clinics. So they have a ton of experience and knowledge. There's different resources. So stickers, postcards, posters, counter clings, door window clings. I mean, there's so many different resources out there. Some of the distributors, depending on, on which one you work with, they do have practice specialists as well, and they can help coach you on implementing e-commerce solutions. I mean, the amount of resources is just infinite. It's it's unbelievable, to be honest, how lucky we are to, to have those resources. So you're not going to be left hanging. No, absolutely. Definitely not. And then for the, the clinics that there's a couple key staff members that really want to engage in it and the practice manager or the practice owner has not jumped on board yet, my recommendation is just, you know, don't lose focus on it. 
talk to them about the different resources and options. Sometimes if you do some of the research and and help show them how it can help grow their business. Right now, I know everybody's stretched very thin. So one of the concerns might be that we just don't have the time and resources to implement a new web store or change the way that we do things. So if you can show them that we can actually bring that purchase again from four to 18 bags and we can grow adherence and help contribute to the bottom line of the practice that's really eye-opening for people especially if they have a little bit more of a business background yeah to me it's it's a no-brainer it really is i mean one of the things i talk about with this pandemic going on regardless of the industry is it's, it's accelerating change and it's definitely accelerating change towards a more digital interface. And so, you know, I think if you're dragging your heels on that, you're you're dragging yourself backwards yeah. instead of moving forward. So this definitely is an opportunity to do the things that you've always been, eh, should I do it? Should I not do it? Do I have the time? I think we actually do have the time now. We're a bit slower. Some of it is because we have to do all these extra measures of social distancing, but yeah, I think it's well worth it. Yep. A couple of last comments for you. You know, we're doing curbside pickup of pets or, or drop-offs. Have you seen any of the people or any vet practice that use any kind of outside storage locker similar to what you'd see that, you know, Amazon would have or uh, at a grocery store that if you wanted to come by in the evening or on the weekend, at least you know it would be there for you to pick up at your convenience? Yeah, there are some clinics doing that. There aren't a ton, to be honest, but there are some clinics that will have a bin with a lockbox outside and have it labeled with a pet's food if they can't get there within normal business hours, which is a great idea to, again, just allow that convenience for your pet owners. The other thing that you can do is offer ship to home. We are seeing an increased number of clinics that offer decreased shipping fees or even They incentivize free shipping just to be able to make sure it doesn't even come into the practice, make it easier for inventory management and things like that. So yeah, having an outside box with a lock on it, promoting free shipping or ship to home as a solution. Another creative idea that we've seen is actually designated parking spots. So if you go to your Loblaws or your grocery store and you pull up to that designated parking spot and you call that number, they bring your groceries out to your car. And we've seen some practices really jump on board and create these unique parking spots. And they text the clinic and the staff member can bring out the food to the car. Again, minimize contact, make it really easy for for everybody involved. So there's tons of opportunities. It's really just thinking outside the box and trying it and making sure that your pet owners, if you do decrease your business hours, that they can still get the food that they need. Wonderful. Last question on this is, I mean, in your experience, what are the factors involved between, you know, a successful store or a practice that really is using their e-com store well and one that isn't? Are there like two or three major things that you see that make that difference? Yeah. The first one that I can think of is it's really you would think is the most obvious, but let your clients know that you have a web store. It's amazing when you go on different websites, how sometimes there's no discussion of a web store, there's no link to it. So unless you make that really obvious for your your clients, they won't know about your web store. So have it on your website, several posts on social media. You can't just post about a web store once and expect that all of your clients 
didn't see it. So, you know, weekly posts about using your web store, shipping to home, all of those different options. You can do email campaigns. So again, every couple of weeks, you can send out a customized email to your clients, just letting them know. You can do it targeted based on, you know, the pet owners that are already buying nutrition, or even the ones that might be considering it right now. There's tons of different options, even an on hold phone message. So while somebody is waiting and they're on hold at your practice, let them know you have a web store. Changing around your clinic sign outside saying, shop online on our web store. Again, once things get back to normal, posters in the clinic, let them know that you have a web store. That's really probably the best practice. And then helping with signups, right? So making it easy for people to sign up to your web store. Wonderful. You know, I was thinking as as we were talking about this whole pandemic is accelerating business change. And, you know, the, the other discussions that we're having a lot of is about telehealth and telemedicine. And I could definitely see a smart entrepreneur sort of combining that web store with an online telemedicine kind of portal, because I just think more and more of our interactions in the coming years will be online uh, using these digital means. So. Yeah, we've already seen some clinics really start to get creative and adapt to it and offer different telephone consults with either a technician saying, do we need to come into the clinic? Is it critical? Is it not? Or directly with a veterinarian. And there's even some really unique apps that are starting to come out where there is telemedicine options in it too. Wonderful. If people have more questions, Susie, how can they uh, reach you? Yeah, just reach out to your Royal Canin sales representatives. And if they don't have the answer, uh, we have a whole support system here. And we have great e-commerce partners and distribution partners. And we can definitely get you the answers that you need. I'd like to thank you very much. This was enlightening. I've learned a lot. I hope people listening in learn a lot. This podcast is mainly for Canada, but we'll be going global. So I think the same principles apply everywhere. So thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Mike. At Oculus Insights, we care a lot about animals, but we also care about the health of the veterinary profession. Our goal is to support veterinary businesses around the world by helping you clear your path to success. 